morning and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name is Kate. Hi guys, how's it going? I'm good, KP, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Amy was so crap I didn't invite her back for a second week, so... Oh no, you're gonna break her heart! <laughs> no, of course I'm joking. Amy was fantastic and we had plans to do it and then just things didn't work out but honestly devastated that we didn't get a second week of Amy because man, did we have a cracker. But don't worry, we'll go back to it. I won't spoil it, just FYI. There will be, we will talk about what we were going to talk about last week. But anywho, we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. The boys um, are back. Hey, the boys are back. Gonna do it again, sir. <laughs> what song is that? It's from High School Musical 3. Oh yeah, no, see I've died, don't know that. When they're dancing on the cars. I'll add the song in now. not knowing that song eh? See? you should listen to the entire uh, soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been kate yeah i've been fine everything's fine it's very rainy today like drastically rainy it's been from yeah. like for the past few days it went from like outrageously hot to quite cold and wet yeah we're currently experiencing storm francis mm, yes uh and i'm surrounded by a lot of like old sheds and barns and stuff that tend to make a lot of noise when there's wind oh. so if there's loads of like banging in the background there's literally not a thing i can do about it so so was, there probably gotcha. won't be i always say that when binks is like purring at the mi- microphone you can never actually hear like the so. seagulls that live outside ryan's house like the seagulls that live <laughs> what a great segue kate tell Thank everybody you. about ryan coming on I was so <laughs> Uh, Ryan is uh, a host of the Theme Park Trainer. He's another podcast on the network. And he was going to be with us this week, but he ditched on us. So he's going to be with us next week. He didn't ditch, he had obligations. But (laughs) he actually gets bad at me for saying that he was ditched. Uh, But he will be with us next week and he'll be a guest on the podcast. So looking forward to having Ryan on. Yeah, if anybody has any specific questions or topics that they would like to hear us chat about with Ryan, please do let us know. Um, and Ryan is freakishly like educated, like more educated than <laughs> us when it comes to Disney. So like, if you have questions that you think like, oh, maybe I'll ask the gals, but no, or like, mm, I don't know if they actually know the answer. Ryan definitely does. So this is yeah. your time to shine. <laughs> specifically if it's Epcot, or, ugh, I can't speak. Specifically if it's Epcot related, Ryan's your man. Or anything to do with COVID-19 in Florida. Also very true. He's also in very fairness, diverse. anytime we get COVID information, it's always from the theme park trader, So Yeah, that's just... <laughs> I will say, though, he, he couldn't come and chat to us this week, but he did... Wasn't he bloody well on Disney Parks and Beyond? I know, sure. Although they did give us a nice little plug, so... Yeah. They were getting in a scrap about who was going to be on next. So That's I feel what like... happens when you're the popular podcast. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we have to make a formal announcement. So Craig was getting very sad that we hadn't officially asked him to be on the podcast. So Craig, here is your open invitation. Let us know when you're free. You're more than welcome to come and join. Also, like, how many times do we have to say, if you want to come on, just tell us. <laughs> Honestly, like, we have no Disney 
like trips planned there like we can't review anything in the parks or anything like that so literally if you want to come and talk to us about disney please tell us some please like, do. don't like don't feel shy just be like hey gals you, you you want me to talk nonsense for like 10 minutes 20 minutes on your show and then maybe interject with some comments sure yeah come on <laughs> beautiful literally nothing more we could want yep that's pretty much it <laughs> Uh, I, I was going to talk about I was going to talk about yeah. the stuff I've been watching but then I realised none of it is Disney based so I have nothing to chat about <laughs> I'm trying to think have I been I don't think I've been watching anything Disney based <laughs> we're both bet into Buffy at the minute yeah we're watching Buffy like to be fair the amount of Once Upon a Scream episodes Honestly. I've listened to and the amount of like Buffy they talk about and I'm like oh, geez, is Buffy really that good it really is so yeah. we're nearly at the end of season two and then we realized we should probably watch something else like like alternate it with Buffy because we might get bored so we started watching the X-Files also nice so we're gonna finish off so we watched episode one and two of the X-Files which I've also never watched but also didn't realize it was based on conspiracy theories so now I'm really into it so we watched the first two episodes and I was like, this is great. So we're going to finish off Buffy season two. Then we're going to watch the first season of X-Files and then we're going to go back to Buffy and then just interchange it. We probably won't touch Angel mostly because it's too difficult to get a hold of. Agreed. But then this week, my full seven seasons of, seasons of Sabrina the Teenage Witch came in the post. So I nearly finished season one of that. <laughs> I won't lie. I'm really jealous. I bloody love Sabrina the Teenage Witch. We'll probably blast through them, to be honest, and you can just borrow the DVDs because they're you know the just way, DVDs. You know the way you have the Sunday after my birthday off? Can we yeah, all just like, sit in my house and watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Absolutely. Of course we can. Amy. I, do, I also do have to warn you, though, some of the episodes have not aged well. Some things oh, they say, fine. I'm like... Most Whoa. things haven't aged well. Yeah. It's weird, though, isn't it? Like, some stuff is like, ugh, ugh. Mm. I don't know if you do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's oh, one, yeah. there's just one line where Aunt Zelda, oh, they go to the parent-teacher meeting and she's like, oh, this is my sister. She's like, we're not an alternative couple. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like an alternative couple? <laughs> Jesus. God. They're not like listening to Nirvana and shaving their heads. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Honestly. you mean gay? <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, none of those are, are owned or were owned by Disney. So Saz, I have nothing else to say. In fairness, I have been I've been watching nothing Disney either. Also, Ben and Buffy, really, really enjoying it. I feel like we're finally doing Ben proud. I feel yeah, like, I hope so. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, <laughs> and I've 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 kind of made the conscious decision, and again, this is very much nothing to do with Disney, but I've kind of made the conscious decision that I'm going to try make myself like horror movies. Nope, can't do. You, can't go with you on that one. No, that's why I've asked my friend Mel. So my friend Good. Mel loves Perfect. horror movies. So Not she's going to like handhold me through the scenarios. So I'll give you as an update as when I watch them. Not that anybody really cares because it, again, has nothing to do with Disney, but still. Uh, no, it's like TV and film. It's still quite interesting to, you know, shove yeah. it all in there. But yeah, yeah. Um, I will not be commenting on those. So don't expect me that's to. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's a weird time. And now I have nothing but time and it's getting into spooky season. So I'm like, I may as well. Sure, 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 sure. So, I think that's probably everything. Shall we get on with the news? Breaking news as of 20 to 8 this evening. Uh, <laughs> literally breaking. I was making a joke, but I didn't realize the tweet actually said breaking. breaking. My bad. 
both parts. I feel like we're, I feel like we're true crime obsessed, you know, when Gillian does her freaking news. <laughs> both parts. <laughs> so, well, we're going to start with Disney Paris because we're Disney Paris podcast, you know. Both parks are switching to a 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. operating day plus EMT. Um, on September the 14th for the foreseeable future, um, Disneyland Park will stay open a whole extra hour until 7 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Jesus, 6 till 10 till 6. But I suppose, like, that's pretty close to winter hours anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's because, like, around, what are we in, August? Around, like, end of September, start of October, it gets dark and cold really quick. Yeah, like, I, I was reading it. And like, I know we tend to go in like more off peak times, but to me, that's like normal park hours because we normally go when they're around that time anyways. And if I'm being completely honest, for me, that's kind of the ideal park times. Yes. Okay. Maybe so not 6pm because 6pm is very early, but if yeah, they're not doing I, the parade and stuff. Yeah. And if EMT, so if the park opens at 10, EMT mm-hmm. is at? Usually eight or half eight. Yeah, so it'll still be half eight, won't it? Because and yeah. then like, they let you in at half eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, if you go for EMT, there's no parades, there's no fireworks. Like, surely you're gonna get everything done easily before six. And I assume they're still seating you for dinner after six. So yeah. that's even better. You go, you make your reservations, or you're walking, or whatever the fuck they're doing. I don't know. Um, the park closes at six. You go for a nice dinner at half six. Then you go for a drink, and then you're in bed before like eleven. Beautiful. It just works out great. And then you can get a birdie again the next day. Jeez, why are people complaining? Do you know what? It's because we never stay in the park because we never want to watch Illumination. So we're always just like, yeah, cool. We've seen the parade. Cool. Will we maybe do a ride? Will we maybe go to Vapiano's? Let's go get a Glotini and go home. <laughs> yeah, fair. But like even when... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I thought I was going to sneeze. Okay. I probably will in about 10 to 15 minutes because it's like right there. Um... <laughs> Even when the fireworks in Disneyland Paris are actually good, we're still we'd probably still only watch them one of the nights, possibly two if they were actually good fireworks. So we'd never really want to stay late in the parks anyway, because we like we prefer making advantage of EMT rather than a late park. So like Disneyland, like going to Disneyland is the one and only time that I'm an early bird. Like that's it. Because getting up early makes sense when you go to Disney can confirm well it's Disneyland Paris time. I think Walt Disney World is a bit different because they stay up until like 10,000 a.m uh but <laughs> like minor exaggeration but still it blew my mind when I learned that like they have the fireworks and then the park stays open and then you can just keep going and I'm like what like in my head fireworks means fuck off go home yeah but not all at the moment in Walt Disney World, it's different. But like during normal operating areas, they're like, yeah, go on the ride some more. And I'm like, Jesus. Mad. Crazy. Uh, so yeah, they're the quick updates for the DLP park opening hours. Not that any of us can go, but anywho. <laughs> One day. Uh, One day. Some more updates we've had are to the DLP hotel openings. So this all came out last week, I want to say. So Disney's Hotel Shein will close its doors again as of September 30th. So that reopened, what, like two, three weeks ago? And now it's going to be closing again from September 30th. And then it will 
will not reopen until March 3rd, 2021. So it's going to be closed for like six full months, which is a little bit bananas. So that's hotel number one. Hotel number two, the Disneyland Hotel will reopen on December 8th, 2020. It was supposed to reopen on September 7th. So they're pushing that back like three months. Can't count, three months. Then Sequoia Lodge is not, it's saying will not be open until May 1st, 2021. I'm not sure if that's been a thousand percent confirmed. There seems to have been a lot of rumors around that, but it looks like it's May. Yeah, it really does. It really does sound like the middle of next year. And when you say it like that, holy smokes, middle of next year. Honestly. Yeah. And then Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel currently does not have an op- a reopening date, which considering the, how much money they've plowed into that is a little bit concerning. Yeah, like how far, like I don't even know how far along they are. I assume they must have been pretty close because they were accepting reservations and it didn't, like before COVID, it didn't have that much longer before it was supposed to open. Yeah, no, it's just... So then Disney's Davy Crockett Ranch or Ranch Davy Crockett, whatever way you say it, will remain closed until further notice. There's also no reopening time for that. Yeah, but when you think about that one, like you've got whole families going in and out of cabins. Like, oh yeah, that's gonna be a fucking pain in the ass to yeah, no. like make sure it's safe for people. So it's definitely way safer that they just keep it closed. Yeah, absolutely. And then Disney's Newport Bay and Disney Santa Fe will remain open, and they will be the only two Disney hotels that will be open until December eighth. Which is bloody wow. mental. Well, see, the thing is, like. France isn't on our green list. Technically, like they've made very strong rules for people in the UK not to go. Like there's other European countries that are like, oh, France, not 100% sure. Like they know that not a lot of foreign guests are going to be coming over until this is all somewhat sorted. So they just don't need it. Like, and it makes sense to keep Newport Bay because it's their largest hotel. Massive. And even though it's shite, it's still got the most amount of rooms. So it's way easier. I was literally about to say, it's shite, but it's massive. (laughs) Yeah. So like, yeah, it's sad, but also makes sense. And I suppose in the long run, I'd rather they reserve their money so that they don't close indefinitely kind of thing. Like, I prefer for them to like make it through this patch so that when it is safe for foreign guests to go, I do have the chance to go. And it's not like, oh, COVID killed us kind of thing. Yeah. No, absolutely. And especially like, I mean, Sequoia Lodge is always going to be the one that we zone in on because Sequoia Lodge fangirls. Hi, hello. Yeah. Um, we'll always I be hope, a hype girl for Sequoia Lodge. <laughs> I hope the fact that they're not reopening Sequoia Lodge until May 2021, I hope they're planning to use that time because then Sequoia Lodge will have been closed for 14 months. Yeah, I hope they do so, more than just like trim the trees. Yeah, like I hope they do a little bit of revamping in the rooms because don't like Sequoia Lodge, hand on heart, absolute favorite DLP hotel. However, the rooms are a little shoddy and they need some extra sockets. Not plugs, I use the right term, they're sockets. There you go, look at that now. You're learning, and you're learning. So I hope, they, I, hope, I hope they use it as a chance to refurb the hotel because Sequoia Lodge is beautiful, it just needs a bit of a facelift. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's how to lick a paint. Uh, yeah, so then some other things that happened. A new Book of Standby Pass feature has appeared in the French version of the Disneyland Paris app. It's not active yet, but who knows what's it going to do? Do we know what this means? Nope. 
because I was reading... also only in the French pass. But I also saw that someone said it just brings you to line birdie. I wasn't sure if that was a joke or not. I didn't look in, into it enough. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't sure if it meant maybe that you could. Yeah, maybe it would be a way of them connecting line birdie directly into the app, or if it was going to be maybe like them dipping their toe into like a max pass type dealio where you can book fast passes on your phone. Yeah, but know. then why would it be called standby? Because I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> standby is like the other, so you've got like a fast pass queue and then the other queue is called the standby queue. But is this not just like a French translation of it? So maybe this isn't... No, it literally says reserve un standby pass. Like oh. the, stand, the standby pass is in English. Well, maybe it just means you stand by somewhere else. You stand by something else. I don't know. <laughs> That's just where my mind went to. <laughs> would you like to go stand by this lamp? <laughs> or would you like to go stand by this shop? <laughs> if you yeah, if you wish to, we can get you a pass for that. Or maybe it's like a virtual queue like they do in Universal. Because I mean, yeah. DLP tends to, for whatever reason, take a more universal approach to it. I was explaining, I was trying to explain DLP fast passes and the way you can just like buy out a day of fast passes to somebody during the week. And I was kind of like, it's kind of, it's, it's nothing like Max Pass. It's nothing like my, the, my Disney experience thing that they have in Florida. I was like, it's more like Express from Universal. That's the yeah. only way I can describe it. So maybe mm-hmm. it's like that. Cause maybe it's like what they do with Jimmy Fallon in Universal where you like get a virtual queue. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think it is probably closer to like a virtual queue for stuff. Um, so that, it's almost like a fast pass, but not kind mm. of thing. But then what's the difference but then what's the difference between a virtual queue and line birdie? So what I'm hoping is that this is what they're gonna do instead of line birdie, that they're mm. gonna try and move away from it because That'd be nice. the amount of abuse they get from it, especially from like French guests. French guests are like, why the fuck do you use this? It's so bad. Like it's not this is not what this is meant for like get your own system kind of thing so that's what i kind of hope they're actually doing with it but you know who knows so the jungle book jive was supposed to return to dlp but it was actually returning to walt disney studios so light motors action is that what it's called in paris that's what it was called in hollywood studios light motor action yeah Oh, okay, like, right. Never it's mind. Like light motor action. Oh yeah, French. that's what it is. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that like show area in studios was getting repurposed so that they could still have the Jungle Book Jive, which you and Amy spoke about on the last episode. Yeah, those weeks ago. Yes. So. <laughs> They had all this planned and I think they'd done kind of like some like media previews. I'm pretty sure I saw a DLP report posting about it and they were happy with like the setup and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then literally the night before the French government went in and were like, no, no, you can't do this. And it got cancelled. The- like, it's not crazy. Because like, we'll talk about it now in a sec with Rhythm of the Pride Lands, but like you think an outdoor venue that's going to be socially distanced seating would be okay. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Like it just, it seems a bit bizarre that it would happen. So last minute. Mm, Um, Do you think it maybe wasn't totally the government? I don't know. I don't know. To be perfectly honest. 
He's watched two episodes of X Files and everything's a conspiracy. Um, I don't know to be honest. I I did see. I think it was DLP report. We're saying that hopefully it will be able to reopen in two weeks. It seems that France are doing their kind of revisions on a fortnightly basis, which is fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. So maybe it'll be back then. Who knows? We'll tell you in two weeks. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> And then speaking of other shows in DLP, I'm just going to, thanks DLP Report, you're such a help. Since the opening of Rhythms of the Pride Dance, guests online and off have been complaining that the crowd was packed too tightly. I mean, fair. Disney was respecting the government guidelines, but this weekend decided to listen to the feedback and cut the theatre capacity in half by loading only every other row, which, to be honest, why were they doing that in the first place? As a result, the theatre only holds about 400 guests. Um... But for safety, oh no, but safety comes first. I was like, but for safety, it's first come, first serve. That's not what it says. It says safety comes first. Uh, And they just praised us on Paris and being like, well done for acting so fast because you actually listened to what the guests said and you acted on it. But looking at the way the seating is, I would have felt very uncomfortable if every single row was full there. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of reminds me of the way I was kind of feeling in Tato Park because in every other theme park it seems like they're loading every second row of ride vehicles but Tato mm-hmm. Park are just like nah fuck it fit everybody in and I was right. a bit like oh this is very gotcha <laughs> and it's very close mm-hmm. so but it is good I mean like DLP report said they were adhering to the French guidelines so they were following the government advice but it's nice to see that they are taking guest feedback on board um because obviously i mean they want to try allow as many people as possible safely to be able to view something but if guests are feeling uncomfortable it's good that they're actually listening to what people are saying yeah because like well if guests are uncomfortable they're just not going to go and they're the only guests you're getting so might as well listen to them like yeah absolutely absolutely then moving on to a little bit of merchy merch there is a cute little ink and paint mug that's popped up in DLP. When I first saw it, I was like, "Ugh, bloody American parks, we don't get anything. But no, it's in DLP. <laughs> yeah. So it's this really cool color changing mug. So it's a mug and it's got like the silhouettes of a bunch of different characters, like all the, most of the characters that are synopsis with the ink and paint collection. And it's a color changing mug. So when you pour your tea or coffee into it, they all come to life and they all become colorful. <laughs> One specific piece of merch, but I'm like, man, but I like that mug. <laughs> Honestly, though, like that's that's how they get you. Though they're just like, oh, here's a little like, here's a little here's a little sprinkle of things. Yeah. Much like the next mug. Yeah. So, DLP report posted during the week that there was like the first foray into Halloween merchandise showing up for DLP. One of them that I didn't send into Kate was. Do you remember last year they had that cauldron mug that had the Evil Queen on it? Yes, it was a bit crap. They had. Yeah, they have that again. And me not, not wanting a cauldron mug, blasphemy. Hmm. But anyways, um, but they have a new Ursula mug, which makes me think they were planning on having the same Ursula show on the castle stage this year before obviously COVID affected everything. That so, show was actually pretty good. She was great. She was wonderful. So it's a black mug and on the back it has just Ursula in blue, kind of Hades coloured writing for some reason. And then on the other side, it has an Ursula... And she's got weird writing all over her. And so on in her hair, it says so much for true love. 
Okay. On her right eye, it says deep sea evil. And on her left eye, it says waves of terror. And then on her chins, <laughs> it says poor unfortunate souls. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then on her necklace, it says, I actually don't know what her necklace says. Can you read that? Oh, sorry. I'm not looking at it. I was, I was enjoying your explanation of it. Hold on. It's the fact that they put big massive writing on her big giant like neck. Oh, hold on. I have it. I have it. I have it. It says you something something. You belong to me. Ah, there we go. And then underneath it says Disneyland Paris. It's a really strange mug. But it's not bad. No, it's very DLP. It is very DLP. It's very like classic Disney nonce kind of stuff. I don't know. It's just, it's the eyes that I can't like deep sea evil waves of terror like what where did they pluck that from <laughs> yeah um, it's a bit strange sometimes the stuff they put on um like sometimes there's like words that disney pick for merch and stuff i'm like fuck off but it's almost like those pluto hoodies that we have that are like pluto top dog it's like what yeah <laughs> this is true actually like what does mickey Mouse ever called pluto a top dog <laughs> i know but yeah it's like it's very much one of those mm. oh. <gasps> that actually reminds me. You're getting a dog? No, I, oh. I wish. Um, I actually don't think I sent these to you. Let me find them. There have been pictures of the of the not Christmas, the Halloween DLP pins. How did I not send these to you? Well, I know how I didn't send them to you, but that's right. Let me find them. Do you want to carry on with the Plan Hollywood thing, and I'll find the pins? Sure. Then starting today, uh, whenever this was, on the 25th, is that today? Today is the 25th? Yeah. yeah as, as of today, so a couple of days ago for you. Starting then, Planet Hollywood at Disney Village is running a 50% off food and non-alcoholic drinks promotion Monday to Friday between 5 and 6. Honestly, still wouldn't eat there. <laughs> like, yeah, even half off, even having their food at 50% off, still a bit geeky. Now, the food isn't actually wholly terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean the cake, like. <laughs> like the actual I don't think the food is overly bad it's very like just standard junk but like yeah. I assume now you're not as close together as you would have been previously dining in Planet Hollywood I assume they've socially distanced their tables now well I mean considering we were sitting on the we were basically sitting on the table next to us's lap well, we really hope so. Kiva literally had to get up and move for the other couple to remember. sit into their table. That was I, I wouldn't even mind. There was other spare tables around. Yeah, just I don't know. That's I still so think good. half off isn't that great. And if I was going to DLP, I'd rather eat at a Disney restaurant right now than pay half off for Plata Hollywood Mike. Yeah, I agree. It just it, we just it was not good. It was not good. The drinks weren't good. The food wasn't good. The service wasn't good. My nachos were like stale. Yeah, I was just sent those back. Yeah, I was trying to, I was being too nice. Why can I not find these pins? I swear I haven't like made them up. Maybe they're just like in my camera roll. Oh, here they are. Um, right. I'm going to WhatsApp them to Kate and we'll get her live reaction of them. I think they're really freaking cute. Oh my god. Look at his hands! There we go. Spooky. 
hands just sound spooky. What else have we got? Okay, so the first one's a Mickey Mouse and he's got a little pumpkin on his top hat and he's actually looking pretty scary. Don't think I've seen Mickey Mouse ever look as scary as that. It's a little pie-eye Mickey Mouse as well. Then we've got pie-eye Mickey Mouse. Pluto in a little skeleton outfit. Love that. <gasps> look at Donald. He looks like a vampire with his vampire. He, lo- he looks, it, do you know what it looks like? It looks like Donald's dressing up as Vampirina for Christmas. I was about to say, Christmas it looks like Halloween. It looks like he's robbed Vampirina's hair. Yeah, that's fantastic. Big fan. Ooh, I love the Candy Corn Castle. I like all of these. Yeah, I want them all. Um, if you're getting some from somewhere, I'll also take some from somewhere. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was also a Minnie Mouse one, but I don't think I took a screenshot of the mini mouse one so friend of the pod um guy called ollie from Diz twitter he i think is planning on going over to dlp for the halloween season i think he's planning on going over the first week of the halloween season and i was like hi hello would you mind getting me some pins so i can ask him to pick up multiples hey ollie if you're listening hi hello hey i don't need all of them my, my, I think my preference would go to the candy corn castle, but after that, I'd probably just take any of them. But only, only one. Fair. I don't need to be buying thousands of pins. But like a, a nice little pin for the year of COVID, I think would be good. <laughs> exactly. Especially because this year, I can't feckin' get a new Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party pin. So yeah. I may as well may as well get some other Halloween pins, which yeah, is that's clearly fair. such an unexpected thing for me to do. But anyways. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So that's pretty much everything for DLP. So moving over stateside, as Kate likes to say. I'm not wrong. So the Resort are now trialing where you can book a shopping time. So you can make a reservation for going into shop in World of Disney, I assume, and other various Disney stores in downtown Disney. So if you, I think it's been quite busy because obviously Disneyland is a locals park. The locals can't get into the park. So I think everyone's just descending on World of Disney. And especially because they are just they are just throwing out the Halloween merch at the minute. So I think a lot of people are keen to get in and have a look. And the vloggers want to get in and show something. So you can now book it. Although I have a, I have a question to ask Kate. So there's rumours oh. that chances are this week they'll be in some form of an announcement around Disneyland. And it's reopening and that kind of thing. Interesting. So, I shared on, not on Mickey Waffles Instagram, but on my own Instagram today, a picture of Haunted Mansion Holiday. Okay. And someone asked me, did I think they were going to do Haunted Mansion Holiday this year? Because normally, mm. um, oh, I see where normally this. at this time of the year, it would be when they would be transforming it from Haunted Mansion to Haunted Mansion Holiday. Mm. Do you think they're going to do it? Because I think it could go either way. I would lean on the side of no. Same. Because, purely because, not that they couldn't do it, but because it's something special that attracts you to the park. And I would say that that falls under the whole, like not having parades and not having fireworks. Like I I would say that like having a limited edition form of a ride counts as like an unnecessary thing that's going to attract more people to the park. And even if they feel comfortable enough to open, like the COVID pandemic is still a thing, regardless of where you are. So I would lean on the side of no purely from that. And that I don't know what rules are going to come with Disneyland Resort reopening or that, 
but maybe within that it'll be a you can't have limited edition this and you can't be doing special that because it'll attract more people to conglomerate together as a group even if they are just locals mm. so no I, that's my opinion <laughs> I, I would tend to agree I, I could honestly kind of see them doing it either way the reason why I would veer more towards probably not is if anybody has seen any because they do and they show a bit of it in the imagineering story where they do the overlay and was it in was it in that Whoopi goldberg show what was it in that oh, you know that Whoopi Go- the do they, don't they show plus. it in that <laughs> i was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> no but did Sister they show act? making it like the... doing the overlay i feel yeah. like it, it's somewhere on disney plus they show it it's either but... in the imagineering story or in that christmas thing yeah so it's very intricate and like to where they would be working is quite small spaces and they would need quite a lot of people in doing that overlay. So I wonder if because they would need a lot of cast members working in quite a tight space in obviously quite a short amount of time, because I don't think they have anybody actually working in the park at the minute. Mm-hmm. So unless they're currently doing it, they, we could both be wrong and they could it could already be done. I don't know. But... I would be veering towards maybe no, because one, they have to pay all those cast members to go in and do the overlay. That thing too, yeah. So I think from a cost perspective, probably not. And also probably from a safety perspective, which honestly, it does make me a little bit sad, but I can imagine there's probably quite a lot of annual pass holders that haven't been able to ride Haunted Mansion in six months. And that's like a real, I mean, I feel like it's a staple in every Disney park. And to bring it back and mention Brian again, they himself and Dan are doing a, a series at the minute where they like rate the top Disney attraction in each park. They like do like a battle royale of all their attractions. And Haunted Mansion won the Magic Kingdom one, which I think Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean, I think for most yeah. Disney parks are probably going to end up, except for DLP. I feel like Big Thunder could make a damn good stance in DLP. Oh, 100%. But considering, well, see, DLP, I think you'd have to do. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. Never mind. Forget what I said. <laughs> to bring the tangent back completely, who knows? Let's see what they do. Will they do the overlay? Will they not? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love an alt tangent. Love then, <laughs> man, I really just could be our stupid segue there. Search of Soleil is drawn to life. It's going to be delayed until February 2021 at Disney Springs. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm really intrigued to see what that actually looks like because I think it could be really pretty. I'm intrigued because I've never been interested in going to Cirque du Soleil. Just never really called to me as an entertainment form. Not that they're not talented, just personally. I just never thought to fork out the money to go. But I'm like, man, if it was Disney themed, I'd be there. <laughs> see? This this. Yeah, so now tickets are, on, tickets are on sale now for show dates beginning February 10th, 2021. That's my dad's birthday. No, oh, no, you could bring him. that's my brother's birthday. Oh, you could bring him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of it. Oh, wow. Jesus, they've got prices. Ooh, so, how expensive is it? The most expensive ticket is $169. Do you know that's what? I was expecting yellow. this. So yellow is like prime center, not too close. About one, two, three, four, four rows back. I was expecting worse. Because obviously there's a lot of aerial shit, so you want to be have a good view. Then the next price up is 145, okay. then 129, 
and then 99. So the cheapest you're going to get, get there is a hundred dollars. I, I honestly was expecting worse. And I think purely because the only thing I could even kind of half compare it to was like Broadway prices. Cause that's the only kind of like shows that I've done in America. Mm-hmm. And like Broadway prices are astronomical. I have also just a quick question. So one, these seats aren't socially distanced. Two, this is a Cirque du Soleil theatre. Like, it was specifically built for Cirque du Soleil, wasn't it? And they have, like, seats that aren't being used. But not, like, social distance seats. Just, like, do you know when you go to a concert and they, like, don't sell a section because you won't be able to see anything from that section? It's Mm -hmm. that, but in a Cirque du Soleil theatre. And I'm like, oh, how, why did you build a theatre specifically for a type of show where you can't see from certain seats? Although... I don't, I don't know. I think it can be, I think you can book it out for other things. Cause I remember the days when they were doing one of their big celebrationary things, they, they recorded the podcast live from the Cirque du Soleil theater. So I think oh, they can also okay. use it for other things, but I think it can get used for like conventions and stuff as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. never mind. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take it back. But yeah, that's it for Cirque du Soleil. Beautiful. Um, Walt Disney Imagineering shared some pretty cool pictures the other day of the new Quinjet, which has been added to the Avengers campus within Disney's California Adventure. There's some lovely pictures of Josh Damaro standing up with a hard hat on with Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout in the back background and this massive fucking Quinjet on top of a building. So it's it looks very, very impressive. Big, beautiful Damaro shining at the end. Those are cute little masks. Mm-hmm. that second photo where they've all got their arms folded they're like we're cool <laughs> like, we are the avengers <laughs> bless them i guess but, that's cool. but i mean that goes to show they clearly are doing stuff in the parks in california mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm, well but then that would mean that it would have to open with this overlay already done well see it opens for the halloween season so there's only a few weeks in the difference yeah they're pretty close aren't they Mm-hmm. then our last bit of park news where we're not ending on a high are we so Disney executive temporary pay cuts may be coming to an end so this is from www.info.com I'm just going to read this tiny little bit according to documents obtained by Deadline temporary salary reductions for executives at the Walt Disney Company are ending on August 23rd so while the Walt Disney Company in Walt Disney World currently still has cast members on furlough, making no mm-hmm. money whatsoever, and mm-hmm. just basically sitting at home starving to death, mm-hmm. bloody Bob Chapek is going back to a six-figure salary. Good man you himself. Think Bob Chapek's only getting paid six figures. Seven-figure salary. <laughs> yeah, and I actually, I think just before we joined the Zoom, I think I saw another story from the days saying that some of the entertainment cast members have been told that they will be permanently furloughed. Which I don't really right. know how that works. So they're not just firmly, or they're not just fired then. Yeah. They don't just let go. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Disney, real dicey with their like employment law, aren't they? So well, we know that from personal experience, Kate. <clears throat> yeah. So to be honest, like this isn't surprising. Disney no. do not look after their cast members, no matter how much propaganda they like to throw out there. Yes, they can be a great company, and yes, their cast members can be amazing people, but they don't do it for the money. They do it because they like doing it. And 
Disney just doesn't look after their cast members unless they're in an executive position and that's just kind of how it is. So this isn't surprising, but it is wholly disappointing. Yeah, like it just we we kind of had a little bit of a little bit of a rant about it before we started recording, but like at the end of the day, when you have cast members that are sleeping in their cars because they can't afford rent, there there should never be executives earning seven probably eight figures i'm pretty sure bob Iger is on a minimum of eight figures like nobody should be earning that much money and the lower end of the staff be sleeping in their cars because they can't afford rent like i'm sorry no that is not okay so utter bullshit yeah pretty much and like man how many times can we mention ryan and dan on the theme park trader this week they (laughs) just just it's you should listen you should go listen to their episode where they read out reviews of disney during COVID and what like people have left on like TripAdvisor and Disney Park blog and that kind of stuff. But there's people who are like, oh, the cast members seemed really like solemn and they just like wanted me to like buy my stuff and go. And um, Ryan and Dan are like, well, yeah, these people have been brought back to work in crappy conditions, not been paid very well, weren't looked after while they were on furlough. So yeah, I understand why they're a bit pissed off. Like, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but you guys actually should go listen to that episode. It's actually really good. So, I'm yeah. Just leave 10,000 links for the Impact Writer in the show notes. It'll be fine. You know, guys, just so go subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> We're really hyping Ryan up before he comes on the episode next week. Yeah, we hope he'll say good stuff about us when he's on our, our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. And then... So finally, we mentioned a few weeks ago that it was announced on the Q3 earnings call that Mulan was going to be coming to Disney Plus for a premium charge. So initially, they only announced the American price, which was $29.99 US dollars. But now we've got some clarity around some other currencies. So they sent an email out to its users today. So it said, Mulan, the legend arrives. Stream Disney's Mulan on September 4th, exclusively available to Disney Plus subscribers with premier access for €21.99. For more info, go to DisneyPlus.com forward slash Mulan info. Now, do we know if you only stream it or is is it like yours? Like, can you just like unlimited watch it? I think it's yours. So who, who was talking about this? Uh... Was it Disney Parks and Beyond we're talking about it? And I actually think probably they you keep it, but then their question was, at what point does the layman of Disney Plus get it? Like, at what point does my twenty-two euro become invalid? Yes. Sorry, I clicked. I clicked the more info um, oh. tab. So it's a, so it brings it to kind of like an FAQ page, and it's like, what is Premier Access? So from from 4th September, I feel like there's a the missing in mm. From the 4th September, with Premier Access, you can watch Mulan before it's available to all Disney Plus subscribers. Disney Plus will offer Premier Access to Mulan for €21.99 on DisneyPlus.com. And select platforms including Apple, Google and Roku, whatever that is. Oh, Once it's you like have- um, one of those sticks that you get. Kate did a really great description of how you would put a stick into a TV or a laptop or something. And it it's one of those like out. monthly subscription TV packages type thing. Oh, so kind of like Now TV or something. Now TV, that's what I was trying to say. It's kind of like that. Perfect. 
So once you have premier access to Mulan, you can watch as many times as you want on any platform where Disney Plus is available. Your access to Mulan will continue as long as you're an active Disney Plus subscriber. So as long as you have Disney Plus, you will have Mulan then. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wish they told you when, I know they obviously wouldn't because then no one would buy it, but like when is it going to go just to everybody? Yeah. Like is it going to yeah. be like a month? Is it going to be four weeks? Well, it's the same thing. But like, is it going to be nicely <laughs> like, done? <laughs> fucking dope. Is it going to be a long time or a short time? <laughs> is it going to be a month or a month? Like, well, going to be two weeks. It's going to be a fortnight. Um, <laughs> fucking idiot. Like, so, anyway. Yeah. So in US dollars, it's twenty nine ninety nine. In euros, it's $21.99. And then in pounds, it's $19.99. So Dickhead here was like, ooh, let me go on and do some currency conversions. And for once, Jesus, for are you ready once, for this? Euro gets the best value. So $19.99 GBP. And now this is obviously correct as of whenever I took these pictures. So that was at 9.52 on August 25th, 2020, if you're listening to this in the future. So, hey. I mean, everyone will be listening to this in the future because this doesn't get released until Friday, but that's besides <laughs> the point. So, um, 1999 GBP translated into euro is 22 euro and 16 cent. So, we're saving what, like 20 cent? Wow, bargain. Not even. So, and then if you were to translate 1999 GBP into dollars, Lads, the Americans are getting fucking screwed over with this. $26 and 19 cents. Outrageous. Outrageous. And then, just to add more salt into those wounds for any American listeners, I'm really, really sorry. I then decided to translate the 21.99 euro translate. into US dollars. Translate, convert, whatever. I don't know, Kate. <laughs> so if you were to then convert, that's probably the better word, mm. 21.99 euro into US dollars, that's $25.98. So, America, y'all are getting screwed out of it. I'm That's so sorry. crazy. I, do you know what? Part of me believes that they were like, fuck it, we'll go $30 for US. We don't need to worry about anyone else. And now they've gone, shit, we probably need to worry about everyone else now. But they know how much like trolls went for and that kind of stuff. And they're, like, true, yeah. and they're like, well, do you know what? if we don't go around the same price as them, no one's going to buy it at all. Cause they're going to be like, no, cause I've bought stuff cheaper. But the only thing is like trolls was like 48 hours. You had to watch it for but Mulan. You True. get to watch it forever. Kind of thing. until your Disney plus subscription runs out. Yeah. So Hey ho, it's the way it rolls. I suppose. Are you going to avail of this? I think I am purely for the fact that um, one of my friends in work, wants to watch it and I was like well look if we split it I'm kind of okay with it also it like it'll be on my account so <laughs> but like I like I I don't I'm really like stuck because I don't agree with the lead actress I don't really agree with a lot of the stuff of how the movie was made but I'm also so starved for a new Disney movie that I'm like oh capitalism like I just can't help it it just happens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I will, but I won't be paying the full 22 euro myself. I'll be splitting it between possibly one to two other people. So it won't actually be that bad. And we'll make a night of it and we'll 
have people over and that kind of stuff but yeah in saying that like i don't actually think i'm looking forward to the movie yes Sinead, you can come but you have to pay some of the money rude <laughs> it will be um ticketed at the door <laughs> um yeah like i don't actually think i'm actually excited for mulan like i've told i've said multiple times on the podcast why i'm not excited for a live action mulan but i'm also like oh come here to me disney give me it yeah because like the movie like the actual movie itself like taking all the problematic stuff aside the actual movie itself to me looks like the most interesting or one of the more interesting live actions they've actually done but there's just so much problematic stuff to do with this that i'm just Mm. like it's kind of nails on a chalkboard also in general as a general rule of thumb i don't care for the live actions so yeah yeah i yeah no also i wouldn't i wouldn't have gone to see it in the cinema so i'm not in any massive rush for disney plus that's fair also there's loads of people being like oh my god you should have put black widow on this but there's one major reason why they aren't and is because they know mulan's Mm. gonna fail mulan Mm. has had so much bad press there has been so many political things to do with mulan People are like, no, I don't want to watch this. Don't want to support these people. Yep. And now they're like, thank God we have a scapegoat. We can be like, oh, Mulan didn't do well because of COVID. And, you know, we have to try this whole new premiere access thing. And, oh, you know, it just didn't work. And that's personally why I thought they put it at $30 to begin with. Because they were like, oh, no, it just didn't work. Like, that's why, like, oh, no, like, it wasn't the movie that was bad. It was the platform and it was the people and that kind of stuff. And that's why you'll never see excuse me, you'll never see Black Widow on the Premier Access. It just isn't going to happen. No, and like, to be fair, they will never do that with a Pixar movie. They'll never do that with a Star Wars movie. They'll never do that with a Marvel movie. Because really, like, actual Disney movies, with the exception of whenever they actually bother to do a princess movie, which is few and far between in the past few years, um, they always do really, really well. The live actions don't do as well, but, like, they are always set to make money when they shove a Marvel movie into the cinema without fail. Mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. yeah it makes sense for them to sandbag that and wait yeah totally so yeah that's everything for the news so we didn't really know what to talk about to be perfectly honest so no do you know what we thought we'd ease ourselves back in with the thing we know best merchandise, merchandise. <laughs> so what we've each done is we have gone on to wherever sells disney merchandise and we've each picked a lot of places places. (laughs) and we've each picked five things now we don't know what each of us have picked and they're from a mix of small shops from disney directly themselves from third-party resellers all this kind of stuff like there's a real there's a real mix as you all can imagine given the current time of year mine are all halloween and none of kate's are halloween (laughs) No. Also, these are kind of things that, like, well, mine definitely are things that I would like, but I'm definitely not buying. Oh, yeah, same. If someone was to purchase them for me as a gift, I'd be like, cool, wow, thanks, that's extravagant. But, like, I don't think any of these I would probably buy for myself, if you know what I mean. Two of mine, I would, two of mine, well, one of them I do really want to buy. And I'll I'll give more context around that. And the other one is currently only available on an American site, but if it comes to the UK, I am buying it. So fair. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Do you want to go first? 
Mm, right. Okay. So will I go through for the, for the sake of my laptop, will we go through all five of mine and then all five of yours? Sure. Can do. I just don't know if my laptop's going to be able to handle switching. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. So first off, I have these cool Lego art things. So they're basically like portraits that you make of specific characters. So they've got loads. They've got like the Beatles, they've got Marilyn Monroe, but specifically for Disney, they have Star Wars and Marvel. So I've picked both of them because I just kind of, because they're technically the same item, but different styles. So there's this Star Wars, the Sith one, and they are both 125 euro each. Pricey, I know. Mm-hmm. And the thing is like, we've talked about them, but not me and you, me and Ed have talked about them. And we're like, look, they're cool. And then they come with 3,406 pieces. So like, you know, maybe that's why they're 125 euro. But with the Sith one, you can make Darth Maul, Kylo Ren, or Darth Vader. Oh, that's fun. You can't make them all at the same time. So like, you have to choose which one you want to do because they only give you one of the things. So I'm like, like, okay, so you're paying 125 euro, but like... I just don't know if it's worth it. I quite like it because I feel like, so say for instance, if you just decided you wanted to have Darth Maul and then you were like, you know what, I'm sick of you. I want to have Kylo Ren. Then you can just like take it down and do it again and have Kylo Ren for a few months. And then you can take it down and do Darth Vader for a few months. Fair, 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 true. So like, and as like, I don't know, as Lego says go 125 isn't that bad for what it is. And because it's like a new like Lego art thing, like it's very new and that kind of stuff, it's not really something they've ever done before. I do think they're quite interesting. And then they also make a Marvel one, which may or may not work. Who knows? It's of Iron Man. Cool. Oh, also, F- okay, so I'm looking at these on the Legos, the Leg- actual Lego website. And at the moment, if you spend over 75 euro, you get a free mini Avengers tower. How freaking cool is that? Oh, that's cool. Does that they're make little, the Marvel one slightly more worth it to you? Yeah. Well, no, it's not just the Marvel. If you if you have any purchase over seventy five euro on the Lego website at the moment, you get that you get a free mini Avengers. Isn't there. it just with Marvel purchases though? Oh, is it? I think that's what. It's oh, that's sad. Oh, I can't be finding the fine print. It just it says get a mini Avengers oh, no. tower free with Marvel. But no, that actually wouldn't. Oh, Marvel purchase. Oh, you're right. I just wasn't reading. My bad. That's all right. Um, I still, I don't know, because this one only does Iron Man, I think. Hmm. And I don't like, I don't, or you can have this really chubby, you can have, um, chubby Iron Man. You can have the... (laughs) Hulkbuster. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You can be Iron Man after he's had a real hefty Christmas dinner. (laughs) So they're both 125. I honestly think I'd prefer the... Star Wars one to be honest because I really like the Kylo Ren one with like the lightsaber bit but yeah so that's the two Lego art things from Lego and you can actually buy those in you can buy them in loads of places we actually found them in Arnett's we also found them in Shop Disney, Disney. They? Hmm. they were also in Shop Disney yeah there's loads of places so yeah that's my first one beautiful and then my second one is from an independent ear maker called Ditsy Designs. She is based in America and she does these 3D printed ears and she does interchangeable ears. 
so they're all hand painted and they're just really cool but for the ears only is 45 dollars and so if you printed ears are so freaking expensive yeah so if you wanted to get so if you want like a a band and ears it brings you up about 90 dollars for a pair of ears which is why as much as i would love to i probably will never buy them for myself unless i was like actively saving for a specific pair like it's Mm. not 90 quid that i just happily drop on a pair of ears but at the moment so she releases new designs all the time at the moment she has these really really cute snack ears so on the website they're called snack goals remix interchangeable ears and they've got mickey waffles pizza mickey beignets little ice creams little tinkerbell cakes and popcorn a turkey leg like they're just so cute and we all know we're massive fans of snacks on this podcast so <laughs> won't lie though the turkey leg would massively put me off well see for you yes for me i'm like cool <laughs> she does do a lot she has so many different different options though but for the sake of this evening i have just stuck with these snack ones beautiful then my number three is something that i've been looking at for a while but they're so well made they're expensive so i'm not buying one there is this etsy store called blue fox props and they make handmade signs for the snuggly duckling which is the pub that's entangled but they're 127 euros (laughs) where are they coming from i think this one's from australia Oh, so the I shipping's going to be big. Mm, I think. Yeah, dispatches from Australia. Yeah. Although it's saying it's only a tenner for shipping. Cost of living. Not, wow. Jesus. It's not bad. Um, yeah, so this is something that I would love, like love, to the point where I keep searching for them. But this is the nicest one I found. And of course it is because it's 127 euro. But yeah. yeah, they're just so pretty. And the thing is, though, when they put their stuff up on Instagram, they go like so quickly that they make like five and then they're like gone. And I'm like, Jesus, right. who's, wow, look at that. So yeah, they're really, it's so detailed. It's really cute. Like it looks so cute in like a kitchen. Oh, love it. But yeah, 127 euro, not going to pay it ever. Then <laughs> my fourth one, we're moving on to Shop Disney. And this I is- I knew you were going to pick this. Isn't it just so cute? When we were in the store the other day, I was like, oh, I don't need it. I don't need it. So there is a new, so this is on shopdisney.co.uk. So hello, Europeans. The Lounge the Child mini backpack, Star Wars The Mandalorian. It is just so stinking cute. My biggest problem is that it's a Lounge mini backpack and therefore I cannot fit anything into it apart from my hopes and dreams so like the only thing is though Kate because you're not having to like traipse around and like sleep in everyone's house anymore like do you really need to carry that much stuff with you well like it doesn't even fit a water bottle that's my problem depends on the size of water bottle my villains one fits my little bat one which is I think 750 mil Mm. (sighs) stop no Sinead I'm not buying it But if someone would like to purchase it for me, my address is. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, it's so cute. It's got Baby Yoda on the back and he's got a little smile on. And the little tag on the side of the key, on the side of the zipper is the little frog. And it's just so stinking cute. I just love it so much. It's running up at 70 pounds and I think it's 90 euro. It's 90 or 80 euro in, um, in the Disney store in Grafton Street. So no, I will not be buying it. But I would love it if someone would send it to me. That would be great. And then my final one is from Shop Disney US. It's actually a slightly old product at this stage. But do you know what they have in Shop Disney US, which I would also love? They have really cute Star Wars spirit jerseys of like Hoth and stuff. I love those. The Tatooine one is beautiful. Yeah, they're so pretty. And I've never seen them. And I was like, man, they're cute. And they're a bit different. Mm, But I I have to speak it. I had to pick a spirit jersey, obviously. And the one I've gone with is the Pixar Ball spirit jersey from Disneyland. It's running at $69.99. It's been out for a while now. So like they do only have extra small and small left. So if someone would like to buy this for me, unfortunately you cannot. <laughs> but it's a really cute navy spirit jersey and it's got the Pixar um, Luxo Ball running all over it. And then it has Disneyland in multicolors around the back and I just I it really speaks to me it's beautiful yeah so it has been around for a while but yeah it was it was I didn't want to choose that neon special spirit jersey that's recently come out so I I, I went with that one so yeah they're my um top five favorite things at the moment that I will not be buying myself but would like to <laughs> nice um, we'll leave the links to everything if you want to go have a gandry goo. I mean, we're trying to describe things, which is fair, but we'll leave links to everything in the show notes as well if you want to actually go have a look for yourself. So, I'll show you mine now. And as you can imagine, mine are all, all Halloween themed. When we were talking about this before we started recording the podcast, and it was like, oh yeah, you know, like we should do this every season. And I was like, crap, are these supposed to be seasonal picks? Like none of mine are Halloween. <laughs> no, but it just means when we get to like the Christmas period, I mean, none of mine are going to be Christmassy, but all of Kate's will. So right. we'll, 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 we'll do them regularly. <laughs> so the first thing I've picked is from Shop Disney US and it's this Madame Leota light up figure. And it's twenty four ninety nine. And then when you turn the lights on, it looks like she's like, thing. right? This, this is so you. This you should really go look on the website because this is amazing and I will never be able to describe it. But it looks like Madame Leota in the ride, but it just, it's so pretty. So yeah, I thought she'd be cool. I thought she would look really nice next to my Phantom Manor clock. Mm, yes. So yeah, that's my first pick. She's very pretty. Next one is technically oh, a Shop Disney these. item. <laughs> Technically Shop Disney item, but it's out of stock on Shop Disney. So I've gone to Double Box Toys, which we meant to talk about Double Box Toys a few weeks ago. Didn't get round to it. So if you are somebody that is looking for Shop Disney US stuff, but you don't want to have to pay for the ridiculous amount of shipping slash worry about VAT, you can order from Double Box Toys and they stock a lot of the Shop Disney US items, which is where I have found the brand new Mickey Mouse jack-o'-lantern ears and oh holy jesus these are the cutest pair of ears i have ever seen in my goddamn life are they stitched are they like squishy and they've been stitched is that what I that is i think they are i think they're, they're not like hard plastic poofy. no mm. i think they're kind of poofy 
Mm. Almost like, I don't want to say fake leather, but you know the kind of... Yeah. The material I'm talking about. Yeah. So they're two... Mickey Mouse pumpkins, like little like puffy, squishy pumpkins, one on either side. There's no bow or anything. They're just, they're absolutely adorable. I think when they were on Shop Disney US, they were $29.99. Double box toys have them for £39.50. So you are paying an increase, but obviously you don't have to worry about paying that. And I think shipping from Shop Disney US is like $75. So oh, it's outrageous. Like, but like with these reselling websites there's always going to be a premium because otherwise they wouldn't be there yeah but if i had a disney trip that i could go on slash if i knew i was actually definitely able to go to a disney park for halloween next year i'd buy Mm -hmm. these because Mm -hmm. these are just so freaking cute but i have no idea when i'm going to be able to go to disney at halloween again so yeah well so (laughs) next up are two small shops neither of which are currently open at the minute so i'm going to show kate their instagram pages But when they do reopen, I would like to order from them. So the first one is called little.lilac.makes. It's a little bit like trying to say Sans username. And she does the personalized like Starbucks cups, but she's based in the UK. So it's not like extortionately expensive to get them shipped. Ooh, I'll take one of those. Honestly, I think her shop opens tomorrow as we're recording it. I think, yeah. So... I may have a look and see if I can manage to nab one. She's got a really cute Jack and Zero one. She's got loads of Halloween ones. Look at this <gasps> little oh, pumpkin Donald. That's so cute. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm absolutely loving them. Look at little grumpy Carol. Oh. So yeah, that. I really want I would really like to get one of her one of her designs. Cause she has like She's 10 loads. million of them. She They're has all so great many. as well. Yeah. So, Cleo, Jesus, honestly. So, yeah, really, really cute. I love these kind of like personalized. She also does water bottles as well. She doesn't just do the Starbucks cups. Um, but a lot of the time, when you go to order stuff like this from the States, it's extortionate, and then the shipping is extortionate. Hello, this is future editing Sinead just jumping in here to update you guys on the Starbucks cold cups. Myself, Kate, actually did order them. We went on to her Etsy yesterday to order them. As far as I'm aware, she's planning to keep her Etsy open for about a week. So we'll make sure that we put the link to her page in the show notes if you want to go have a look. The cups, now I'm going to specifically call this out for anybody that is based in Ireland. Her cups are about $18.50 each. You can pick from a bunch of different characters or there is also the option to pick a custom order as well so you can bear that in mind if you don't see a character that you want on there the only thing I would bear in mind is I said in the episode because that's coming from the UK you don't have to pay extortionate shipping however you do so the shipping per cup was about 17 18 euro which is ridiculous to get it shipped to Ireland from the UK so what myself and Kate have done is we used address pal via on post there's tons of different options depending on the country that you're in your preferred service whatever it might be but it's basically one of those services that you get given a us and a uk address and you get your items shipped to that address to avail of cheaper shipping and then they'll forward it on for you for fe so it went from the shipping costing us like 34 euro 
to the shipping costing us, I think it was just over four euro to get it shipped within the UK. And then it was six euro for a dress pal. So in total, the shipping cost us in and around 12, 13 euro split between the two of us then. So just something to bear in mind, just something to call out because I do think her cups are really cute. We have ordered them. We will share them on our Instagram page as soon as they arrive. But if you are based in Ireland and you're put off by the shipping cost, if you go via Dress Pal, you'll get it for much cheaper. So just wanted to, just wanted to call that out. Yeah, so like the fact that fifty dollars with like thirty dollar shipping, and you're like, I just can't. And then you get hit with that, and then ugh. yeah. Oh, I didn't know she had a hat box ghost. Beautiful. So yeah. Really, really cool little Instagram store that, um, yeah. So I'm going to see if I can potentially get a hold of one of her cups tomorrow or water mm-hmm. bottle or something because I just mm. think her stuff's real cute. Yeah. And I like, That's you fun. know, like it's not an Irish-based company, but like when it comes to Disney stuff, like I think shopping Ireland or even the UK is fantastic because like yeah. for a lot of Disney small companies, like the UK is the closest you're going to get. Not saying that there aren't Irish designers that are doing disney stuff but a lot of them are based in the uk but it's still a lot closer than the us yeah absolutely and then the next page is a shop called kingdom threads who they're also currently closed they're also based in the uk and oh my god is their stuff absolutely stunning oh my god look at that disneyland thing why is that so freaking cute so these I actually originally saw, I think it was Natasha from Ears Ever After ordered one. I think she did like a swap shop. So she sent your one, a pair of ears or something. And then she sent her one of these. But so it's embroidery is basically what she does. So one of the wow. thing that Kate's kind of drooling over is like a crew neck jumper that has the <gasps> Disneyland jumper. sign. Um, oh. but it's like completely pastel it's it's, it's very kp so <laughs> me and then I'm but she has like halloweeny them. things where she's like embroidered little like mickey mouse pumpkins and like haunted mansion things and it's just her stuff is really beautiful like i know you don't like sally from number four christmas but you have to admit that that's simply meant to be like design oh it's really cute yeah so again another small shop who frustratingly is currently closed. Do you like this Twilight Zone one, Kate? Yeah, I do. But I have so much burgundy. I don't think I can buy anything else that's burgundy. I feel like I never see you wear burgundy. Oh, well, I wear a lot of work. Oh, fair, fair. But yeah, it's just, her stuff is just really, really beautiful. I would die for one of those Disneyland sweaters. They're so cute. Well, maybe, Kate, if we can go to Disneyland next year, maybe we'll just have to get matching jumpers and wear them in California and die. <laughs> and that's just the end of it. That's just we can wear them is. on the plane. We can wear them on the plane. <sighs> sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a loophole. Okay. Well, so, yeah. my hope so, is that like Disneyland should be as hot as Disney World. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And I think it does get cold in the evenings. That's so. what I'm banking on. Yeah. Okay, let's stop scrolling, guys. No, we're actually tangled. No, stop. Just stop it. Just just move on to your final <laughs> item, please. I have no money. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> well, she's closed now anyway, so you can't buy stuff currently anyway. So that's Kingdom Threads Co. And then the last thing is something that I am really, really hoping is going to be coming to Shop Disney UK. So Shop Disney UK are releasing their Halloween collection 
next Tuesday on September 1st and I swear to God if I can't get the bits that I want slash if the bits I want are there I'm going to kill somebody but I at least know that they're definitely getting the Hocus Pocus spirit jersey which makes me hope that they're going to have this because this (gasps) I love beyond words this is so adorable so it's a Hocus Pocus ringer t-shirt so it's a black t-shirt it has a red ringer thing around the neck um so the design on the front says it's just a bunch of hocus pocus it has the spell book it has a thackeray binks has a little castle and it has their little silhouettes flying off to the moon which is just but the back is the back is my favorite thing so the back says all hallows eve hocus pocus it has the sandy sisters has cauldron has a thackeray binks has a billy butcherson and on the bottom it says october 31st 1993 and I just like this t-shirt just makes me so happy. Like I have to say as well, we've said before with the the Sanderson sisters, how they like fuck them up a lot and they yeah. draw them really badly. These are really yeah. nice versions of them. Yeah, I think it's the colours that help because it's kind of like they're all very like orangey, but it's very like mm. dark. It's like real like burnt orangey colours. Yeah, it's cute. I really like it. Yeah, I'm a little bit obsessed with this t-shirt. I actually think I might like this t-shirt more than I like the spirit jersey. And that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has yeah. little things on it. It's cute. I like it. Yeah. It's I also like that it says All Hallows Eve. Not a lot of things say that. No, it's I like it to the point where I'm like, if I saw that while I was in a park, I might buy it kind of thing. It would be like a park purchase. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Park purchase when you have discount. Makes sense. <sighs> <laughs> so yeah so they're my five picks excellent yeah there was also a bunch of pins on the american website but i was like jay i'll be here all day if i start picking up pins <laughs> fair fair that makes sense and in fairness that like there's a lot of other things that i probably could have picked however i have ordered quite a few Halloweeny Disney things in the last few weeks. I'm just waiting for them to arrive. So I will put those up on the Instagram as and when they arrive. <laughs> um, and then also, so we've had Sandy on the podcast before, Glitter and Bows Ireland. She makes the beautiful denim jackets. Um, and Sandy is currently working on a project for me where I've given her a pair of vans and she's currently customizing them and painting them with some villains. And she has. I think she said she has the left shoe done. Mm, yes. Which has Hades, Ursula, and the evil queen on it. Mm, but it yeah. also, and I didn't realize this, it, it also has Flotsam and Jetsam, Pain and Panic, and the Poison Apple on it. So I'm just what? like, I'm very excited. So as soon as I have those in my hands as well, I will be posting pictures everywhere and probably never taking them off my feet. And also, BT Dub Sandy, we know you're listening because, you know, you're fab. Um, and <laughs> I will now also be sending you a pair of uh, white vans. And uh, mine will probably be the exact opposite of what Sinead wanted. Yeah, but no, yours will be... I, the, only, the only reason is because Sandy herself was like, I don't know how these are going to turn out. I don't know what the crack's going to be with them. But now that Sinead's little practice project has gone so spectacular, I'm like, hi, hey paint me some shoes <laughs> yeah so, so yeah and the good thing with kate is because kate won't want hers all black then it would be much less painful to do probably than mine <laughs> i'll be like pastel give me pastels pastel glitter pastels with a pascal <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's true <laughs> i know right 
just want a big fat Pascal face that when you put the two shoes together, it makes them. <laughs> oh my God, imagine. Love it. It's not what I want. Anywho, yes, that's pretty much it for this week, I think. I think so, yeah. Oh, thanks so much for listening, guys. If you want to hit us up, we're on the Instagram, at Mickey Waffles Pod. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, same thing, but sounds the S. But don't hit us up on Twitter, we're not there. Um, I check it occasionally, but it's uh, not a regular place we will be. Instagram. I'm not even, I don't need Instagram. DM us on Instagram. There we go. <laughs> So yeah, if you're listening on any form of a podcast app, preferably Apple Podcasts, give us a rating, leave us a little review, say nice things. That would be lovely. We'd very much appreciate it. Or, you know, just share us with your friends, post us on your Instagrams, tell people to listen. That would also be absolutely great. We'd thoroughly appreciate it. Yes. Um... Showing me a peg to me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, well, we will have Ryan from the Theme Park Trader on next week. So if you want a bit of prep for that, go listen to the Theme Park Trader on the After Our Podcast Network for a little taste of Ryan and Dan. Yeah. That's it. Thanks so much for listening, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.